Welcome to Mental Health and You. This podcast brings you the best information and advice from across the Norfolk and Suffolk Foundation Trust. Every fortnight, we will hear from one of our specialist areas, be it school and parent support, the recovery college, well-being or research. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the NSFT podcast. We are the Recovery College with you today, and I am Brianne, and I am a staff member at Recovery College, and I am joined by one of my colleagues. Hi, everyone. I'm Sean, and I'm a peer tutor for the Recovery College. And we're really pleased to be with you today because we have chosen one of our favourite topics to talk about. Uh, Sean and I are both really passionate and really enjoy this topic, and that is all about values and goals with a heavy focus on values um, because we feel that values has such a huge impact on our mental health and our recovery journeys and that setting our values can be really beneficial. So we're going to start with what what actually is a value? So Sean, I don't know if you wanna give your ideas first. So to me, values are what matters to you, what you care about, what kind of person you want to be, how you want to treat others and yourself. And um, I think values are a direction, not a destination. And we talk about this on the ACT course, acceptance and commitment therapy. Just, yeah, I, I just, I really do believe that values are a lifelong commitment. They're not a destination where you get there and you can tick it off like goals, um, but there's something that you can live by every day. I think that's a really good point. And I would say, along with that, that values are something that you choose. What do you want to stand for? Um, I kind of look at them as a code of conduct as well. Who do I want to be? Like you say, how do I want to behave? And you've already given a really nice distinction between goals and values, actually, because values, as you say, is ongoing. Goals are very much, you make a list, you set them, you know what you want to do. Uh, you get there you achieve it and then you tick it off and then that's that and that's all there is and there's something about living a values focused life and a goals focused life so we will talk a little bit about that later on but first we're going to discuss a little bit more about why are values important to personal recovery and importance in mental health. What do you think, Sean? So for me, values are important because they determine like how you live your life and what you invest your time in. So, I, and I think it really is important to know your values because sometimes if, if we're struggling or we're having a bad um, period of time, sometimes we can lose focus of what our values are and, it, and it's so easily, done to to live a way that isn't according to your values and once I'd done the ACT course and I I looked at my values and I thought okay these are the areas of my life I'm struggling in and really looking at okay why am I struggling I realized that I wasn't living in line with my values but once I started to make small changes to live in line with my values my life became a lot happier and I do really do believe that values can can help you to lead a, like, a more meaningful life. 
so that's that's the correlation between values and personal recovery which is very much focused on certain principles and they are the chime principles and if you haven't been to recovery college before or if you haven't listened to one of our previous podcasts the chime stands for connection hope identity meaning and empowerment and the literature reviews say that if you can incorporate those five things into your life then those are going to help you on your personal recovery journeys and help uh, make changes to your mental health so values really are important to meaning and really helping you go towards your recovery journey know how you want to live and know the direction that perhaps you want to to go in I think they're really important to recovery because you, they can be with you all the time. They can be with you in any situation. You can use them as guidance um, and they can really help you out. So if you know what your values are, you know perhaps how you're going to behave in any given situation. And I think that that can be a real help. Um, certainly when I've been in situations before where I've not been in a good place, I can remind myself of my values and they can help me a little bit, be a little bit more clearer um, they don't obviously it's not it's not it's not a complete fix they don't fix your mood straight away but they can help you get more clarity about perhaps what you want and how you want things to change and how you want to move forward yeah definitely and I think as well so, sorry to interrupt but um is values can they can conflict with each other as well so sometimes you have to prioritize one over the other um so for example, you might have a value, like you value your family, spend a time with your family, which I do. And then at the same time, I really value peace and you know, just having that contentment. <clears throat> and sometimes a family can cause a lot of stress. And, and so you'll have to like prioritize one over the other and say, okay, well, I value my family, but I value my peace as well. And yeah, so they can conflict is what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's true. And the priorities will change, not just in those certain situations, like you're saying, but they're going to change probably throughout life as well. Different life events happen. Um, people do different things as your life progresses, your life changes, goes in different directions. Then values will also change. But it's really important, as you say, to prioritise and also, I think, hold them really flexibly and um, be flexible with them and don't don't put too much, don't make them rigid and don't make them obligations because it's when that happens that things, you can get a little bit unstuck and then they become a little bit more of a burden. Yeah. So I guess what I mean by that is they're not really rigid rules to live your life by and don't make them a thing where, you know, you're wrong if you're not living by them um, and that's the only way to live. Um, don't introduce those words such as, oh, I should have done that, I should have lived to my values, oh, I have to do this and I must do that and I ought to do that. All those kind of words, putting that pressure on yourself because things will change. Um, and also, I think, Sean, you can give a really good example, can't you, about that kind of how, how not to do that, how not to beat yourself up because actually you can still live by your values they can something can still be your value even if 
you're not quite living it to it at that point? Yeah, definitely. So for me, an, an example that I've got is with smoking, because sometimes when I'm stressed, I do smoke. And one of my values is looking after my physical health and, um, you know, just taking care of myself. And of course, you know, if I'm stressed and I smoke, I don't like it and I get stressed. I am smoking. But that doesn't mean just because for a couple of weeks I'm smoking that taking care of my physical health and looking after myself isn't a value of mine now. It's still a value of mine. We just have ups and downs. And it's something that, you know, we can keep working towards and working on every day. So yeah, it's important not to, to see it as, like we said, with goals, there's something that you can achieve or not, and you can tick it off. But with values, they're, they're lifelong commitments and they, you know, you will have ups and downs. And yeah, not to feel disappointed if you're not living by at that moment, because, you know, they do change and you can, you can work towards them. Yeah. And I think there's also so much benefit in working towards them. So when I spoke earlier about the value-focused life and the goal-focused life, there's, there's something about goals. If, if you want to live by a goal-focused life, you're always setting goals and you're always achieving them and then it becomes like a cycle. And sometimes you can get frustrated because sometimes we, we, don't, we don't reach our goals and sometimes we set them, but we can't always be 100% sure of the outcome. But it's not always about the outcome, is it? It's about the journey to get there. Yeah, definitely. And, and when we talk about, so we talked about ACT and that's acceptance and commitment therapy. And the person that um, knows a lot about that and has written a lot about this is Russ Harris. And he has a metaphor that he explains. And there's a video on the internet of this metaphor as well. And he's talking about children in the back of the car and they're going to Disneyland, right? And one child is really goal focused, you know, they want to go to Disneyland. They just can't wait to get there. They're always asking their parents, are we there yet? When are we going to be there? Are we there yet? And the other child, you know, they've got the same goal. They really want to go to Disneyland, but they are living a values-focused life, which is that they can enjoy the journey to Disneyland as well. So, for example, they can use their values, such as a sense of curiosity to look out the window and see what new things they can see that perhaps they haven't seen before. They can use a value of connection to play a car game with their family, really connect with their family and have fun that way. They can use their uh, value of adventure to really think about, you know, what's coming up next and being using all those values together and being curious about it. So it's, it's very different. And then if you change that story, like they don't get there, the car breaks down, you know, one child is really, really upset because that was their one thing. That was their one goal. That's all they wanted. The other child is upset, of course, but they've gained so much along the way because they're living in the present moment and to their values. Yeah, and I really love that because it, it, it shows how values can add so much meaning to your life and, and help you live a more meaningful life, which is what we were saying before. And to be really in the present as well. Sometimes we also forget that there's a link between that and also mindfulness, being in the, being in the here and now, I think. Yeah. Definitely. So what, what else do we think is really important then to know about values? 
So there's another thing which I would say is that what's what's great about values is that they're, they're completely yours. You know, you choose them. Nobody else chooses them. They're completely yours to choose. Yeah, definitely. They're they're personal to you and. It's not about what's important to other people. It's about what's important to you and what matters to you. Yeah. And you don't have to justify that to anybody else either. You don't have to justify values to anybody. That's, you know, that's how you want to, to live your life. I think another important thing to mention is that values can include yourself and other people. So they're your values, but they might incorporate others. Uh, like you said earlier, family. So if a value of yours is family, then obviously there's other people involved in that. So you're not just looking at yourself in that position, but you're also looking at all the all those members of your family, immediate family and, and, and further afield. So one of the questions people always ask is, like, what if you don't know what your values are? How do you figure out what they are? How you go through that process. I don't know, Sean, you want to tell us a bit about how you figured it out? So for me, I always knew sort of my basic values, you know, the basic ones that like honesty, loyalty, those sorts of things. But I didn't really think about values in depth until I did the ACT course. And um, then I started sort of breaking up into topics. So I started looking at like my relationships, what values I had in relationships what mattered to me like how I wanted my relationships to be like loyalty honesty um compassion and kindness and those sort of things and then sort of in my, in the rest of my life how how I wanted to be as a person and so you can break it up into categories like that with work and relationships uh family friends and yeah by breaking up into topics it helped me to to focus and really think about what I wanted, what mattered to me and what sort of person I wanted to be. So that's how I did it. How about you? You know what, that's, I really like that because when I sat down to figure out what my values were, for some reason it just didn't occur to me to break them up into topics. I was just all out, this is for everything in life. So actually, it's really nice that you've said that because there are two different, there are different ways to do it. So I think how I approached it was I literally went to the internet and I used ACT and I used Russ Harris and his resources and for anybody listening you can you can get these resources on the internet you can search for Russ Harris acceptance and commitment therapy um, values and resources will come up so you can look at those what I did was I found a list of values on the internet I went through them first of all just like you, I thought, do any of these resonate with me? Are any of these just so blatantly and obviously me that I can connect with straight away? And some of them, some of them did do that. And you didn't even, I didn't even know they were values. You know, sometimes you've got these things inside you and you don't really know that that's a value. You don't know what to call it and you don't know what it means. So that's a really significant exercise in itself, I think. But when I was trying to whittle them all down, I was asking myself questions such as, you know, consider a really meaningful moment in my life, you know, a, an experience or something that really stands out to me, something that's really important to me. And, you know, what was happening in that moment? What values could I see in that situation? 
I also flipped it. So I thought about times where I was angry or I was frustrated or I was sad. And I looked at that situation and I asked myself, you know, what values weren't present there? What was missing in that situation? And then you can kind of break them down into themes. And um, I've got 14 values actually that are overarching in my life because I didn't break them into topics, but you can, you can break them into themes and you can break them down. Um, it doesn't have to be 14. In fact, I think that might be a bit too many. I was trying to make it smaller, but I haven't been able to. Um, <laughs> but that, that's how I did it. And then I tested them, you know, I tested them. Is this me? And I tested them over a few weeks and actually some weren't me. I was choosing things that weren't me. Perhaps I was choosing things that other people expected of me. And they just, mm. I just, weren't je- I just wasn't gelling with it. So then I chose others so it could be more authentic and more me. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm glad you said that because sometimes it can, when we first look at values, we can, we can say the things that we think other people think about us or what matters to other people and not actually what matters to us and um and that's really important because it it should be what matters to you what's per they're personal to you they're they're your values and um we were talking about this earlier with the one way of working out what our values are so we we've talked about my way and your way but another way what we do talk about on act as well is um if you're struggling to work out your values or what matters to you, then think about like a, at your 80th birthday party, if someone was to give a speech about you, what would you want them to say? So whatever you would want them to say, they're, they're your values. So if someone was to stand up and give a speech, you know, and they would say, oh, this person was kind, they were caring, they were generous, um, they were honest, those sorts of things. So that's one way you can think about it, to think about what, matters to you what your values are yeah I really love that idea because to me that just makes things a little clearer doing an exercise like that because there are things certainly for me that I want people to see in me um important for people to see in me and there are things that I'd love for people to say you know I'd be I'd be happy if, if people said certain things so I I think that's that's an exercise well worth doing yeah for sure and there are some other kind of little tips, aren't there? So there are, what is what is your strengths anyway? You know, you, you might be aware of what your strengths are, what your character strengths are. And if there are character strengths are a different kind of topic, you can learn more about those on the internet as well. But think about what qualities you already have. What qualities and strengths would you like to develop? And then how would you want to apply them? And that can also help you figure out what your values are. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, so Ross Harris as well has got some worksheets. So you've used the worksheet, haven't you? Have you used the bullseye? Do you want to tell anybody about that? Yeah, the bullseye. So the bullseye helps you to, you can break it down again into different topics. So relationships, work and education. And um, so you can look at each area and write down your values in that area. And then you have the bullseye and um, you can sort of pinpoint on the bullseye how if you're living by your value so if you could live more by your value or if you're not living by your value and then that way it's a way of sort of you can keep an eye on it and then if you think okay I'm not really living by this value then you can start setting like small goals in line with your values 
um, or just make small changes in your life that live by your values. So that is, um, I really do like that one because it is a way of writing down your values, noticing your values, and then making small changes in line with your values. And that's a really visual way, isn't it? That's nice because you can on a piece of paper, you can see it, you can lay it out as you want. And you can use that as a tool to check in with yourself as well, because you can go back to that bit of paper and you know, you've got one that you've done. And if you're still trying to work them out and trying to revise them, then you've got a version already that you've done and work from that as well. Yeah, definitely. I guess there's one other tip that, that you can use, I guess, to help you figure out your values. And I would say that was role models. Um, you can look at other people and who do you look up to who inspires you? I've certainly got people like that in my life that I look at and they've got strengths and they've got qualities that I think are just really inspirational and something that I would aspire to. And I think that can be a really helpful way as well. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I agree. It's, I just think it's really important because we've all got people, haven't we, that we can, we can see that in. And then sometimes, sometimes, you know, we can see that in ourselves as well. Sometimes we have all these things and we don't just recognise them. Yeah. I also think that going through lists of values can sort of highlight things to you that you didn't know before. Yeah, but sometimes we don't, it is hard to think about and and I'm the sort of person that actually does think about these sort of things and and when I did the ACT course and I sat down and we we talked about values and we went through them I really struggled and yeah just thinking about all the different things putting it together it helped me to go through all the things we've talked about like what what is important to me what matters to me what do I want to be how do I want to treat others? How do I want to be treated? And yeah, so just all of those little tips, I think definitely help if you're someone that's never thought about your values before and looking at people that you look up to, that is another way that you can see, okay, oh, I like that person's kind and compassionate and you might be that way, but maybe you're not like expressing it as much. And yeah, so it is good to look at different things like that. Yeah, no, definitely. So I, we're going to finish up on letting you know about some of our values. So we're just going to talk for you, talk through, sorry, a few of our values and explain yeah, why they're our values and why they're important to us. And which just gives you a few examples. Do you want to go first? Okay. So my top value, I'll just go through some of the, um, peace is definitely one of my values um yeah i think when you've when you've had a period in your life where you've been really stressed or unsettled and you have ups and downs it to me it made me really value peace so when i did have a period of my life where everything was quite settled and my sleep was good and yeah i was really quite content it then made me realize, wow, I really value this. Like, I don't want anything to, to interrupt my peace. So I need to be living a way that is, you know, I need to live a way that is working towards me having a peaceful life. But yeah, peace is definitely one. Um, good mental health. So I really do value my physical and mental health. But with my mental health, that, that'll include things like, so now, 
when I looked at my values to live by them now I do things like being in the present moment exercises and things like that um and then there are some of the basics like honesty integrity of course helping others and another one is compassion so I really like obviously being kind to people but having compassion for others and for ourselves as well they're some of the top ones of mine what are yours <laughs> you know I like that because we've got one in common so compassion is definitely one of my values as well and we were talking before we were recording this podcast weren't we and you pointed out that what you've learned from someone else is that it's really important to see to see yourself as a friend would see you is that so say a bit more yeah. about yeah so basically um someone on on another course that I did someone had mentioned like we were just um talking about values and character strengths and those sort of things and I remember someone saying that um the way we talk to ourselves, we wouldn't ever talk to our friends like that, how harsh we are and hard we are on ourselves. So if a friend was going through a similar problem, we would, we would give such like kind advice. We would, you know, we would try to be uplifting to them. But when it's ourselves, we can be quite negative and, and harsh on ourselves. So just, yeah, to remember, like if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. And I really like that, that stuck with me. Yeah, I really like that as well. And you can you can flip that as well. And if there's a challenging situation, you can put yourself in other people's shoes as well. So um, if you're in a difficult situation and perhaps you don't understand why somebody else is behaving in a certain way, you know, you can take a step back and be compassionate towards yourself, compassionate towards them, and talk to yourself kindly and recognize how they might be experiencing something or how they might be feeling. And I really like that. And I also use compassion to remind myself to kind of, that's like a go between. So something happens, something might trigger me. And then instead of just responding straight away, I can remember that a value of mine is compassion. And I can step in between that trigger and how I might respond, think about it and take more time to to, to respond in kind of like a, a values focused way I suppose so I use compassion as a nice reminder for that as well just like you were saying like be in the moment as well yeah definitely so I've got a, a couple others to share so another one of my values is courage and um, I use that a lot because you know life can be really hard right and we have all these challenges that we've got to cope with um, and I use courage as a value to kind of remind myself that I can be courageous and that I can deal with anything that kind of comes my way. And that I don't want to let fear or anxiety or anything else get in the way of living to my values or having the experiences I want um, or achieving what I want. So, and it's really, really hard courage. I find this a really difficult one to aspire to because it can be difficult, the things that we experience in our lives, it can be really difficult to be courageous, but having it as a value, knowing that that's a value and working towards it can again help to remind me that I can be courageous. And, you know, there are things that I can do that I think, you know, I can't. Yeah, no, I really like that one. And what else can I share with you? Uh, 
So I've got a, another one I can share. Um, so I, just like the child metaphor, I would say curiosity is one of my values. And I guess I just use that to try and be open-minded. And so I can be completely in the moment and I can be self-aware and I can explore kind of feelings, thoughts, sensations, um, what's going on around me. And I can just be really curious um, to that and just be aware, really. I think curiosity can be really important to also help slow you down. And it's connected to other values as well, I think. Yeah. No, they're really good ones because they're ones that you wouldn't courage and curiosity. They're ones that I don't think people might not necessarily put down to start with. They're, but they're definitely values. And, and that's the thing, once you get into values and you start looking at um, all the different values, you do, there's things on there that you wouldn't think to put down or values that you wouldn't necessarily class as values, but they are. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely was my experience of of doing this piece of work. And it's really great, isn't it? It's, it's not easy. We can't say that it's necessarily easy doing this values work, but I think it's a really useful bit of work to have that reflection and to really know, know what you want. And I think it's really great. And I've just got one last one to, to put, which is kind of supportiveness. So I've got a value of supportiveness and that will mean Again, it's kind of linked to personal recovery because I link supportiveness to all of my identities. So I guess my identity would be, you know, a wife, um, an employee, uh, a line manager, a sister. I've got all these roles in life and all these identities in life. No matter which one I've got, I want to be supportive for all of them. Um, I don't want it just to be in one identity. I want it to be something that... Um, I can show um, all the time and be committed to that, making a contribution, being available to other people and, and help and helpful. I know that actually you haven't mentioned it today, but I know being helpful is one of your values. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I like that. And yeah, being helpful is definitely one of my values. And I think when, when you are living by your values, I, I know I've said it so many times, but it does just make your life like it can be so much more meaningful and one where I definitely notice that more is being helpful being helpful to others and just you know even if it's just going to the shop for someone or bringing in someone's bin like your neighbor you know and when I see those sorts of things because because my neighbors um my mum and our neighbor they often help each other and they do things like that for each other like bring in the bins for each other and I just think it's just so nice and little things like that they can they're, they're so small but they can mean you know the world to someone else and so yeah being helpful is definitely a value of mine that I really do try to live by as well and again that's a really nice demonstration of values linking to personal recovery because what you're saying about helping each other out that's connection you know that's connecting with other people and supporting them and also you know giving to others as well that that will relate to five ways to well-being which is another tool that you can use um, to to kind of develop or make changes to your mental health to your physical health giving to other people is proven to also help you out in in your recovery journey so there's definitely a link between personal recovery and values and I think sitting down and doing the work is is it can be really beneficial it's hard but but beneficial yeah 
that's it today and that's sean thank you for having this conversation um thank you we could talk about values for much longer i'm sure but we will leave it there if anybody is interested in recovery college um the act course we have a webinar we have a zoom course uh, and there's there's lots of resources on the internet as well that people can use if you're interested in these kind of personal recovery topics but we would be very happy to see you at recovery college if you were interested so thank you very much and we'll see you next time on the podcast thanks for listening please do subscribe it's free and means the podcast will automatically download every fortnight do rate and review our podcast and follow our social media accounts they're all in the show notes and more than anything look after yourself